In case you were curious, that was indeed The Breakfast Machine by Danny Elfman in a clip from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, a famous movie about a man and his love affair with his bicycle, which, in a way, brings us to why we're here today. This podcast is a production brought to you by Kansas State University's Plan 699, Planning and Pop Culture class. Over the past two and a half weeks, we've been discussing the relationship between planning and various mediums of pop culture, such as music, film, and literature. In our team today, we've got... Cody. Anthony. Stefan. Jack. And I'm James. And we'll be discussing the various modes of transportation around us and in the realm of pop culture. As all of us have lived in a variety of urban environments, we've all got a unique perspective on different types of transportation, as well as some stories and perspectives that we'd like to share with you all. This is Cody. We're going to begin with... Bicycle by Livingston Taylor. It tells a story of a man that loves his bike but doesn't like when people hit him with cars. Pedal that bike, don't open that door till I go. Pedal that bike, pedal that bike, that little old lady in the Dodge Diplomat. I don't think she sees me. I hope she doesn't teach me how to fly. In the clip you just heard, Livingston Taylor says in the lyrics, that little old lady in the Dodge Diplomat, I don't think she sees me. I hope she don't teach me how to fly. This makes a connection with the time I almost got killed in a bicycle accident on Denison Street. The city of Manhattan, Kansas has experienced an increase in population in the past couple of years, the majority being college students. As a result, there are many students who bike to class, which is a great thing, but the city has made an effort in implementing bike lanes, but when it comes down to it, um, the drivers in the town just really haven't made that full transition and don't really pay attention to the bikers. It was a hot and balmy day in the Little Apple. I had just gotten done with studio around the peak hours of 5 p.m. I was biking home southbound on Denison, and to paint a picture of the street setup, um, there's a little narrow sidewalk that runs adjacent to the street, and it's about five feet wide, which isn't really a safe sidewalk for pedestrians and bicyclists. And um, there's no transition space between the street and the sidewalk. So I am riding my bike and I come up behind two people riding or walking on the sidewalk. And so I try and pass them. And then the man slings out an arm at the last second and kind of knocks me off. And so I drive onto the off the curb onto the street and the situation got real serious real quick because there was oncoming traffic heading towards me. And so as the cars approach, who really don't seem to really notice me, about three feet until they hit me, I hurl my body onto the sidewalk and flip my bike over. And um, so, yeah, I did several somersaults. I got up, looked around. There weren't too many people out which was good for my dignity 
But I was also kind of surprised that people didn't even care. But that's okay. Um, I'm alive now, so I can advocate about Manhattan making safer transit paths. Um, it bums me out because Manhattan is such a bikeable city, but the amount of bikers today doesn't really reflect the amount there could or should be because it really is unsafe. Um, I know from personal experience, I kind of backed off biking because it was kind of traumatic for me. But um, yeah, it's just kind of too bad. There, um, the city has tried to implement biking lanes, but they're really only a couple feet wide. And I think we're trying to make that transition. But as of today, that is my story. Thanks for listening. My name's Anthony, and next up is Transit Ride by MC Guru. Transit Ride takes us on the journey of the everyday subway ride in New York City. Last year, our class took a field trip to New York City and used the subway as a primary mode of transportation. I find it interesting of the accounts of an everyday user versus a tourist first ride on the subway. In the first verse, MC Guru briefly describes the users. He conveys the subway goers as being thieves and others as carrying handguns. In the second verse, MC Guru again describes the users of the subway, stating that somebody stinks and homeless people everywhere holding cups for change. Being a visitor to the city, I had a similar experience riding the subway. It didn't take long uh, for me to be familiar with the system, and it quickly became apparent that riding becomes more than just a means of getting from A to B, but it becomes an experience. At nearly every station, there are street performers singing, dancing, and preaching. To relate back to MC Guru, there are quite a few panhandlers on the subway. One distinct memory that pops into my mind when I hear the song is the strangest of the users. I remember this older woman randomly yelling at people whom I presume she did not know. You definitely see a lot of more characteristic people on the subway. According to nycsubway.org, even they admit that the subway contains some of the weirdest passengers. From a tourist point of view, the subway appears to be this grand meeting of um, an intermixture of culture, but to MC Guru it's just a part of life, stating in the final verse that Taking the train is just part of it. The next stop is Brooklyn. You're coming to the heart of it. You never know what will occur, so just keep to yourself and watch the closing doors. You're coming to the heart of it. You never know what will occur. So just keep to yourself and watch the closing doors. This is Stefan. And now we're going to play a small clip from the movie Flight Plan. 
Did you make that plane? Yeah, it's brand new. It's got two stories. There are seven galleys. It's crew quarters. It's the biggest. All right, 26. Yeah, there we go. When you wake up, we'll be in New York. The first time I took flight was in junior year during the fall semester. This was for a NOMAS competition, and we were heading for Detroit. I was happy to finally be able to travel. It was one of the few things I've been wanting to do since I was little. And now, a few years later, I've been flying ever since. I've traveled to several states more often than I ever would imagine. The clip you just heard, Flight Plan, was the first movie that would come to mind ever since I would get on a plane. Every time I get on a plane, it's the first thing I think about. Whenever I get on board, Flight Plan is the first movie that comes to mind. I know that situations that you hear there will never happen to me, but it's just this little bit of situations. It's the small things that comes to mind. And I know it wouldn't happen to me, but it always gets me riled up. Flying alone gives me a little sense of ownership. It was comforting to fly with other people since it was my first time. But when I get the chance to fly alone, I feel the sense of ownership. Like, yeah, I got this. I can do this. I have a few family members who would have felt the same way. And I know several of my peers would have thought the same. Oh, if I get on this plane, it may fall out of the sky, or someone may hijack it, or we will just be hostages. But I was put at ease after my first flight, my second flight, third flight, fourth flight. The situations that could happen on the air is less than likely. I know it's difficult for others to take flight, and there are some safety concerns when traveling alone. You need to keep close with your belongings and make sure you keep an eye on your kids. Please be respectful to people around you and be sure to remain calm. The flight attendants are there to help and I know that I got this down packed, but just taking the chance, the opportunity, you have nothing to fear, you have nothing to let go. You have nothing to fear and the experience to gain. I'm Jack, and I'd like to bring up the current streetcar renaissance happening in two cities within the Midwestern United States. One of those cities actually happens to be the very setting of the 1944 film Meet Me in St. Louis, which depicts St. Louis during the golden days of streetcar transportation around the 1904 World's Fair. The trolley song from Meet Me in St. Louis tells the story of the lead character, played by young Miss Judy Garland, falling in love with a handsome stranger aboard a trolley. João Gilberto covered the song with a sensual Brazilian ambiance. and the Dave Brubeck Quartet 
recorded their jazz cover of the song in the early 1950s. The song provides a portrait of the lively social atmosphere the trolley system allowed for when it was a primary mode of transportation. But where does streetcar transportation stand today? Well, most streetcar transportation died alongside increased use of motor buses and the General Motors streetcar conspiracy. But many North American cities do offer effective streetcar transportation today. Cities like Toronto, Seattle, and Portland. The exciting thing we are finally starting to see today is the return of the streetcar to Kansas City and St. Louis here in the Midwest. Kansas City preceded St. Louis and will have their first streetcar line operating by this April. The downtown corridor it has helped create has already brought in $600 million in investment due to the presence of the streetcar alone. Not to mention, they've wired in free Wi-Fi along the line and are offering free fares to all riders. St. Louis has been hard at work alongside Kansas City's efforts to create their own streetcar development corridors along the Del Mar Loop, which is under construction, and the downtown line currently being proposed. The best thing about the streetcar renaissance is that it is shattering the perception that public transportation is only for those who can't afford to drive. It's proving the positive economic and social benefits of public transportation. And most importantly, it's bringing back the days when you could meet a handsome fella while going down the street. Coming up next, we've got Bus Stop by the Hollies, a tale about the spark of a possible romance through interactions at a bus stop. The song highlights a human connection that occurs through a relationship formed by means of public transportation. This song really hits home with myself and the experiences that I've had riding bus systems and waiting at bus stops. I was lucky enough to live in Portland, Oregon for seven months on an internship, and before I was able to immerse myself within the bike culture there, I used the bus system as my main, main mode of transportation. While I wasn't necessarily pursuing the love of my life on the bus, I did slowly start to feel a sense of community with my fellow riders on the four line every morning and evening. Although I didn't necessarily engage myself with them, 
I got to know them through their attire, overheard conversations, and stops in which they exited. I found the bus to be the most interesting form of transportation, as it allowed someone to engage with people from all walks of life and backgrounds, even if direct conversation isn't present. It's also a way in which someone does have the ability to engage in conversation with a stranger if they choose to, or rather just look at someone as if they're insane, like the Hollies did. The stigma of only weirdos riding the bus is broken in Portland, where it actually seems to be more the norm to ride the bus and everyone is seen as equal and normal. Once I immersed myself in the bike culture and stopped riding the bus as much, I began to feel an emptiness left by those small, minuscule interactions, interactions on the four bus. And although there are often awkward encounters, a strange comfort is found within the bus system. While not every mode of transportation has reached a level of significance like that of the personal vehicle, various modes of alternate transportation are becoming more and more popular within our society and pop culture. By no means are our insights or experiences scientific, but we hope that the sharing of this information might better inform you about the directions and possibilities of alternate modes of transportation. Now, if you find yourself in these different situations, we hope that you know what to do. Thanks for listening to Transportation Variation.